Welcome to Creepy Pasta Theater, a show where we explore the strange world of creepy pasta. Join us as we hear tales best left untold, travel roads best left unexplored, and see sights best left unseen. Today's episode will be taking a look at three short creepypastas about video games and technology. These stories can be found on creepypasta.wikia.com and are protected by Creative Commons license. Who are you running from? The Game Boy camera was seen as a revolutionary piece of technology when it first hit shelves in 1998. The idea that you could take real pictures from your Game Boy, and print them no less, was unthinkable at the time. Tons of kids rushed to the stores to buy the world's smallest digital camera to go with their Game Boy Color, blissfully unaware of what to expect from the game that came with it. The game came with several mini-games, aside from the typically simple picture editing software. You could even play in a Space Invader-style game with your picture as the final boss. The main menu interface included the options Shoot, View, and Play. If the player chose to shoot on the interface, he or she would be greeted by a screen that resembled some sort of strange JRPG. More options would appear on the screen, such as Shoot, Items, Magic, Check, and Run. If the Run option was selected, a strangely distorted face would appear on the screen. The face appears to be doodled on, with fake hair, lips, eyebrows, and eyes crudely drawn over a male's face. A black star is seen to be imprinted on the face's forehead. The man in the photo seems to be posing with one finger over his mouth, as if telling someone to shush. The picture comes with a caption as well, which reads, Who are you running from? In the American version of the game accessory, two other faces can randomly appear throughout the game. One face seems to be of a man whose face has also been drawn on. He has been given female hair and a bizarre wave symbol that had been drawn on his forehead. The other face was obviously female with artificial eyes and drawn pigtails. This face had the same wave symbol drawn onto her forehead. These faces were occasionally accompanied by the same eerie inquiry. Who are you running from? The Japanese version of the game had two additional faces that would pop up at random intervals while playing. The first face seems to be male, 
with scribbled eyes and an unnerving smile. It is unclear whether or not the hair on the face is real, as the resolution is extremely low. The face also had waves drawn into the forehead. The final face is seemingly of a man with a drawn scowl and cartoonishly long hair. The eyes of this face are also doodled, as well as most of the other features on his face. This face is the only one without a symbol on his forehead, and is also the only face without a devilish, synthetic smile. Another more subtle difference is that this picture seems to have been taken in a different location than the others. The previous faces all have nothing but a white backdrop, but this one seems to have some sort of object in the background. It is believed that these pictures are the result of a kidnapping done by a strange cult. The figure with the black star drawn on his forehead is said to be the leader of the group, while the ones with waves were said to be the disciples. The face without any symbols and the dark scowl is believed to be an unlucky victim. It is unclear what the condition of the victim is in the photograph or how these pictures managed to be included in the game. The motive of the cult is also unclear, as no body that resembled the victim was ever recovered. The Weird Part of YouTube Everyone has been to the weird part of YouTube, if you haven't, then I suggest you try to do so. It's a very simple process. In fact, to make it easier, I will lay this out step by step. Step 1. Important. You find any video you want. Absolutely anything. A cat video. A music video. Anything. Something from Japan will work best. Step 2. Click on the strangest related video. The absolute most mind-blowing looking thumbnail or title. Step 3. Continue Step 2 until the most liked comment is I'm in the weird side of YouTube again. Or something along those lines. Now, this alone isn't all that scary. It's mostly just funny. You can laugh at failed ads or absurd stuff from different cultures. Sometimes it gets scarier. A dancing girl with no arms or legs. Someone with a shitload of tattoos eating glass. A crazed hillbilly ranting about how the government will kill everyone. It gets stranger though. Dig deep enough, and you can find actual death. I don't mean like the news stories on people getting killed. I mean full-on amateur snuff films. No After Effects or CGI. Real people getting killed. 
You're wondering why YouTube doesn't take them down, aren't you? Well, there are two reasons for this. First, there are days worth of video being uploaded every minute. So much that it just can't be analyzed by the YouTube staff. They take down anything pornographic that isn't art, but even that slips through. Second, money. YouTube only pays attention to the stuff that pays it, is protected by copyright, or gets a large amount of views in a short time. That last one is the reason for the 301 views phenomenon. Due to these reasons, there are plenty of people who can easily upload almost unnoticed videos. Some of them are truly unnoticed, with only two or three views. There are a ton of these amateur snuff films that just require a while of searching. Just try for a few hours. Just be warned. You might not hate what you see. You might just want to see more. Or... You might just try making one of these videos. After all, they have to come from somewhere. The Perfect Video Game I heard rumors about a video game console released in the early 90s that promised the most immersive games imaginable. It bore a strong resemblance to the Super Nintendo, except it had no cartridge slot, no reset button, and only one controller port. It was released in an extremely low quantity. It's possible that less than 50 were ever available. People I talked to who remembered it from their childhood only mentioned the first game on the list. Other games were included on the console, but this one was, they say, the perfect game. Lifelike graphics and sound, even by today's standards. An endless supply of new, fun content. Solid gameplay. The controls were responsive to the point of precognition, they recall. And the single controller port was all that was necessary. The NPCs in the game were smart enough to be just as entertaining as real players. It was quite literally a game nobody wanted to stop playing, and the people I interviewed all remarked, somewhat bitterly, that their parents forcefully dragged them away from the television set after a few days of continuous playing and threw the console in the trash. I was intrigued by what I knew so far, so I went looking for more people who remembered this relic of gaming history. I searched high and low for anybody besides the handful of people I had already talked to and after a month of painstaking investigation, 
I found two independent accounts. They had a much harder time remembering the specifics of the console, but I was able to jog their memory by repeating what I had in my notes. I could see their eyes light up a little, remembering the perfect game. But both of them said, That's not all it, the game, could do. Both of them said that the interface was complete, and I had inquired what exactly they meant. After a few days, apparently, the game started having a positive physiological effect. It was as if the actions done in-game were giving the player exercise, and that the player was able to go without food and water, seemingly drawing sustenance through the items collected in the levels. However, after a couple of days, they had played this game continuously for a week by this point, they started feeling the damage done to their in-game player character. The pain was small at first, and only a slightly forceful reminder to be more attentive. After a short while, though, the pain started getting intense, and the wariness of the constant action was taking its toll on them. The game was still perfect. It was better than any high you can imagine, one of them said. But it was becoming physically exhausting to play, and they couldn't tear themselves away from it. I was almost done with one level, and I was fighting a boss that used a whip, the other interviewee said. I remember the whip was a one-hit kill. I had to start the level over, but I remember the searing pain where it lashed me across the arm. He then unbuttoned the sleeve on his shirt, and I could see a scar twisting around his arm. Yeah. It was getting that bad. Both of them said their parents returned to the house nine days into the marathon gaming session and forcefully dragged them away from the console and took them to the emergency room. The console was gone when they got back home. Thrown away like all the others, I bet. I could not find any other people who knew what I was talking about. The rumors had stopped there, and I was left with incomplete knowledge about where I could even find one of these consoles. A sense of dread settled in the back of my mind, though, and I felt it was necessary to pour through newspaper archives from that period. I was trying all sorts of variations on bootleg console in an online database search. And what I finally stumbled upon was shocking. There were 15 separate incidents of people found dead in their homes, sitting in front of their TVs with a bootleg-looking console hooked up to it. They had a butchered appearance, most commonly with some found in pieces, and autopsies revealed 
that the internal organs had dissolved. One article remarked that the TV was just displaying static and they could not get the console to power on. Local officials tried contacting the manufacturer of the console, but the owner's manual and the information on the sticker on the back of the console both referenced an address that led to the site of a warehouse demolished over 80 years ago. You have been listening to a presentation of Point of Insanity Game Studio. Visit us on the web at POIGamestudio.com. Follow us on Twitter at POI Game Studio. Look us up on Facebook and email us at POIGamestudio at gmail.com.